to oversaturation. Welcome to the Edge Podcast, Facebook Live, YouTube, Clubhouse. We're going across all platforms, so bear with us because I'm running the technology, not the technology guy on the other end. It's a little backwards. I, I want to welcome Chip McCarter, who is a business this partner, a friend, a co-founder of Edge, which is Empower, Develop, Grow, and Educate, which is a networking meeting we started about four weeks ago. And it's going great. It's amazing. But we wanted to come to you guys and talk to business owners, talk about failures that we've had and how we've actually transform them in our lives and other people's lives. Welcome Chip McCarter with McCarter Marketing. Glad to be here. Thank you for uh, thank you for asking me to come on with you. Yes, I'm so excited. And actually this podcast is going to be the Christy and Chip or Chip and Christy. We could do a little song, Chip and Christy, Christy and Chip. We might have to like put a poll out there and see which one people think yeah. sounds better. Yeah, so I wanted to interview you because you've got this interesting story. You started a business a little bit over a year ago. You left your J-O-B and now launched another business. It's crazy. So tell us your story, Chip. Okay. Um, So first off, obviously, I'm Chip McCarter. I was... I was born in Dallas, but I moved to Waco when I was two years old, and I pretty much don't have any memories other than Waco. I've, uh, but I've lived all over Texas since I was an adult, and I lived a little bit, my choices were a little bit different back when I was younger. I lived a kind of wilder lifestyle. I, I did. I lived a wild lifestyle um, for years, way too long. You're supposed to grow up at a certain point. I decided to prolong it a decade, you know? Uh-huh. So, um, so I, I got into some trouble, obviously. You can't prolong partying. It always ends up in the same results, right? Um, you know, death or prison. And I got the latter, thank goodness. Um, and I did. I, it sounds cliche, but man, it, it, it scared me straight enough, right? So um, I, I got done with that. I've, I've been out and, and doing my thing for almost five years now, four and a half years, um, you know, staying free of breaking the law and doing all that junk. Um, and I was working for an amazing local company here in Waco. Um, and I don't even want to talk bad about them because I loved that job. It just, it was just the nine to five that killed me. You know, it wasn't the people. It wasn't even the job itself, the description of the job. It was just answering to someone else, um, working my rear off, for someone else's, you know, to have the fat paycheck when I'm scraping by. Um, And as a felon, I'm, you know, again, this is cliche, but I felt restricted to, if I leave this job, what in the world do I have to to go to, you know? So, So I scrambled and I started looking into ways to make money. And I looked into a bunch of different ways and I found this amazing training online teach you how to build websites, rank them. It's all lead generation, how to start creating leads for other businesses. And by learning that, I learned a lot of digital marketing skills. So so I opened a digital marketing agency. I've consistently built websites and created leads for other businesses and was lucky enough to be able to quit my nine to five uh, by September. I started in January, quit my nine to five in September 
And man, it's history since. I've just been working with some amazing people. Um, I came into 2021 with one business, McCarter Marketing, and I'm now, I now have three that, that are bringing in revenue. Um, so it's, it's an amazing, amazing life change. It completely changed how I view life in general, um, being my own boss, creating my own time to work, creating my own opportunities at, at revenue and sticking my hand into every one basket that I can, you know, to, to try to make, you know, gain my financial freedom to be my, my own, to be who I actually am, you know, to be my own person without having some other heavy weight, you know, stuck over me. So that's then to now. And now I am adamantly not only a co-founder of edge, but I am probably the biggest fan uh, of it because it's, just it's a life changer, man. I mean, it's the the value that's brought in every week to edge to these business owners is stuff that um, that I was lucky enough to have been given to me through my training that I bought into. I um, mean, I learned so much through that those guys. But I mean, to be able to implement it with people that are doing business in my town and and gain references through them and gain raving fans from other local business owners, and then creating raving fans for their business. Um, it's just been an amazing journey so far. So what is Edge? Edge is a network. It's technically a networking organization that has a huge educational value to it. Um, it's weekly group meetings with other business owners in your area, other like-minded business owners that are wanting to grow as well. Um, and with the education brought into it and with the empowerment really that's what i've seen so far with the empowerment that comes to coming to these meetings people are going out and getting one to two extra clients a week and i actually have proof of that with my with one of my clients because she's just killing it man she's just gaining she's doing everything that's that edge is teaching her and she is doubling tripling her income one thing i like to say is the numbers don't lie i learned the hard way with the stupid tax about money and business and having the wrong people in charge of my money. So with edge, the cool thing about it, like you're talking is the numbers don't lie because they've got more clients now because of edge. For sure. No doubt about that. Um, and that's so, simple things is building a Facebook page along with people that have no clue what Facebook's like talking about search engine optimization to people that don't even know what it means to have a website on Google. Um, talking about the 29 ways to make more money with your business without having to spend more money. You know, I mean, there's just amazing business skills and values that are brought to the table all the time. You mentioned SEOs. I remember when I was first a business owner and somebody mentioned that to me, uh, my eyes had to have glazed over like, I have no flipping clue what an SEO is. What is an SEO, Chip? Well, it's search engine optimization. It's not necessarily a SEO. It's it's, a actu it's an action. It's, um, it's not tricking. It's telling the Google search engines which searches to put you in and then manipulating to the top of that search, you know, and then, you know, really just actually using the skills needed and the practices needed to get to the top of that search. Again, manipulating was probably a bad choice of words. 
So I've heard that um, Google is like a phone book. Like they go to you, they need your service. I've got a big ass spider in my house and I've got to get it killed. So I go find the pest services. And when you have the SEO, you're at the top of the phone, but kind of like the A's used to be back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's like the yellow page ads when you're on the front of them, you pay to get the bigger ads. Um, but page one of Google right now is the equivalent to national time commercials, like back in the day, like um, with, like big time Super Bowl commercials in the 80s. Um, if you think about that, you know, like because there's money flowing through Google daily because Google doesn't make money from from us, from the businesses. You know, Google makes money from being the best at what they do, uh, providing the best possible options across the board. Um, they, they, they null out all their competition because they have the best choices, the best selection, the best layout, the easiest navigation. You know, I mean, it's, it's just a simple thing to get on. Everybody, without even knowing it, is just sitting there searching stuff. Like, I mean, daily. Yeah over 73,000 searches per second on Google. I was like three months ago. I bet you the number's higher now. I know I use it all the time. So we were Googling like this weekend, like what's the largest size, what's the size of a king size bed? Because we were measuring for it. Like you use Google for everything. There's holes in the ground in Texas. What are the holes in the ground in Texas? You know, it could be a toad, it could be a snake. a crawdad like it can be lots of different things like and when i need to find a networking event near me or i need to find a a marketing agent near me or i that's where you go yeah for sure and and one of the best ways i like to describe seo is if you think about it all those informational searches what's like the top What's the number one place for informational searches? And it's actually a website um, that pops up almost every time. If you search for like something about an animal, something about any, Wikipedia, I mean, oh yeah, <laughs> they're all, they will always be because because of the the detail in the information. Wikipedia tells you everything you need to know about everything down to how many hairs are on the cockroach's leg. You know what I mean? It's silly details, but that's what Google wants because Google has bots that read the words. And if they can't understand you, if you're not, for one, using proper English, you know, and and proper paragraph forms, all that stuff, and they they Uh check that. Wow. So I've heard that Google's like the phone book and that Facebook is like a billboard. Like people will be looking on there like, maybe I need, you know, a new microphone. Maybe I need a new phone and the ad pops up and that will grab their attention. So, I mean, really, if you want to get to the people that are searching for you, Google and SEO is the way to go. Yeah, websites are where the most money are being made, for sure. Especially like passive, not out there banging down doors to get new customers, Google will bring you customers daily if you can make it to page one in your niche for your services. And that's for all the keywords. You, you don't want to just, some people will trick you into paying for just one keyword. And I like, you know, like for roofing, like Waco, oh, we'll get you to page one for Waco Roofer. 
Well, that's, that's just one keyword. So it might not produce as much as, as you would think because it's not getting you up there for Waco roofing, roofing Waco, all the other ones, you know. So you gotta think, you know, there's so many different ways to search for your business. The best thing to do is find out how people are searching for it. And those are your keywords. That was so smart. That was a million dollar tidbit he just dropped. You gotta figure out how people are searching for you. I remember when I started my handyman and cleaning business that I didn't know I didn't want to use the word may because I thought that was kind of a male chauvinist kind of word, right? So I stayed away from it. I used the word household, domestic, all that kind of stuff because I wanted to be on the cutting edge. I wanted to be a woman in a woman's like, no, nobody searches for that stuff. They look for maid. Yes. That's why seven out of ten of the biggest franchises have made in their name. Yep. And so you don't want to be creative with SEO, do you? No, and you want to be super repetitive. It becomes so redundant that you kind of feel silly, but uh but that's you know, that's the truth of it. So and it is, I mean it, it is though. That's that's a big deal how people search for your business. You can even put a poll out on Facebook, man. If you wanted to search for a roofer, what would you type in? People will answer. People will respond. You know, you'll get answers. Or you can actually find a digital marketing agency that can get you the list of all the keywords and how many times they search and stuff like that. And that's what, But that's what we want to bring to Edge. We want to bring this knowledge that um, you can do stuff with your business without necessarily spending money a lot of times. And it can be cheap, you know. Um, and that... I was about to, I'm laughing because cheap is one of the keywords that I hate, but I'll, you have, that's one of the biggest ones, man. Uh, Cheap sunglasses, cheap this. Nobody wants to be the cheap guys, but you know, you should probably, it'll work. You should have that SEO, definitely. Uh, I remember uh, in the beginning, I didn't think I knew anything about marketing. So I hired, you know, a TV station, a radio station. I had billboards. That sort of thing. I use that traditional marketing that you know I don't necessarily use now. I believe in networking, and I also believe in online because that's where our customers are. So it's so important to know where your customer is, like you were talking about. I mean, there's eight billion people almost on the planet. Four billion of them are online, and three billion of them are on Facebook. Yeah, tons, tons, yeah. And there's close to a billion or more now on Instagram. I don't even know about TikTok and some of this other stuff. But I hear people making money on all those, you know. There there are definitely ways to do it. You have to be where your customer is. I mean, my 95-year-old neighbor is on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Like... Everybody's on Facebook. Somebody yesterday said, you know, I'm thinking about running an ad in the newspaper. And I was like, who's your target market? And she's like, well, I'd like to get out to the elderly, but I really, really want to get out to the busy families because I can really help them. Busy families are not reading the newspaper. And I doubt many elderly are because that's why newspapers are about that thick now is because nobody reads them. It's Mm -hmm. all online. Now, newspapers do have some of that online advantage, but um, you really want to be where your customer is. That's so important. Know who your target market is and 
be where they're at. If they're scrolling on their phone, which they're doing six, eight hours a day. Yeah, and their phone likes to remind them how many hours they're on it. Mine does. This is where you need to be Mm -hmm. as a marketer, right? For sure. So, and, and that's something else we teach. I mean, like how to boost your post correctly, how to get seen, um, you know, because if you just have a Facebook page that it's just got your friends are the only people that are going to see your Facebook page, your business page. And yeah. that, but you, you have to expand it. And the only way to really do that is boost your posts. And um, we have specific lessons on that, you know, um, all, all kinds of fun stuff. And Edge, Edge is we are, we are always going to find the new thing that, that businesses need to, to grow that next step because that's what we need to do. So we're going to help you all, you know, do that. We want to do it with everybody together. Networking is the most fun way to run business. Why would you not want to act, especially people, be around other people, uh, like-minded business owners as well, um, creating lifelong friends that make money with you. That's, yeah. like, I'm, that's the obvious, smartest choice, you know, and um that's why that's why I love it. That's why I'm so passionate about Edge. I think it's going to be amazing, man. It's going to be so fun just to watch it grow. Yeah, and we were talking earlier about, you know, I was looking at my email list and uh, 20, uh, 24 people I do business with had unsubscribed for me in the last couple of years. And it's people that I've spent hundreds, thousands of dollars with. Like, I don't want to work with people that don't want success for me because I want success from them. I've bought 24 lipsticks from in the last three months, right? So that's one thing about Edge that you've brought into it is it's this tribe of people that want for you, not from you necessarily. We don't want you to buy all of our lipsticks. And we don't want you to go sell edge. Uh, that's, yeah. that's not what we want. We'll take care of that. You know, um, we want you to focus on your business. We want you to focus on nothing but your business because that's what you should be focused on. There's no reason to not focus on that. You know, and I know I, I would have loved to have people in person. Um, I was blessed to have the online training that I have, man. I, I found a gold mine you know, that almost is impossible to find. Uh, it, it's tough. They they sell, but quietly, you know, it's, it's weird. But but if I would have had the people in person, you know, like the actual with me, like like I, Christy and I every week get to get together in person or on Zoom, that the empowerment that other business owners bring to you when they when they acknowledge your business, just that much right there, just that little bit of pride boost is what will help you in your sales, you know, help you in, in how you treat life. You know, it, it's a, it's a huge difference. It networking changed my perception of myself and my businesses. Um, that was because I was just confirming every week that I was a business owner. I, I didn't ever let, let down. I didn't slow up. I, I didn't do anything. I just kept banging my head against the wall until I found the right way to do it. And um, I do believe that this is the right way to do it. Ah. So we talked a little bit about your failure earlier. I firmly believe a failure is not a failure if you learn something from it. What was the most valuable lesson that you got from partying too late in life? Well, 
honestly, it was a lesson that I was taught my whole life. I just didn't ever listen. You know, is it is it eventually that you need to pay attention to your future? Ultimately, when I got out of it, my head cleared. I, I was thinking straight. I wasn't in a haze anymore. I understood that like planning for tomorrow and actually working for tomorrow is is this is the only way to live you know and, and it sounds weird because tomorrow is not promised all that but but you have to build your life on focusing on getting to where you want to be because if you're just lazy and you don't have any focus and you don't have any direction you're going to end up in the same place every time and that's on the damn couch that's on that's you know asking your buddy to sleep over at his house cuz you don't have a, have somewhere to live at the time i mean it's um it's insane how low you can get with no focus and no drive and just no cares, you know? Um, so I, that, I just, I realized that I had to find focus for myself and I was, I was slipping back into a very depressed mind when I was still working that nine to five and that has nothing to do. I'm still friends with all my coworkers from there. I still love those dudes. Um, it's just, a, it was just a mindset that was dragging me down daily. Um, and I grew up with an entrepreneur dad. So I knew that other side of it. And that they killed me, man. I constantly was just beating myself up, and uh, so I so I did it, man. <laughs> and I know, I, even though I was not financially ready to make that leap, I know that I if I wouldn't have done it, I probably never will, you know. So that's that's why I think believe so much in imperfect action and failing forward. I remember the week that you quit. Yeah. I was one of the first people that you talked to. You were the first person. You were the first person to message me. Uh, networking group, and that's where I got to know you. And he is one of the most honest, genuine people that I've ever met. And he's helped me through some difficult times in the last year. Um, he is absolutely amazing. Now, Chip, what is your favorite thing about being in business for yourself? Oh, man. Never, I'm never late. That's my favorite thing, man. I'm never late. I don't, I, as petty as that is, you, you would, you know, I, when I come into my office, I don't have to clock in and I'm not late. Nobody's going to be mad at me, you know? So, that's cool. I think that's my favorite thing, man. I read this thing from Elon Musk the other day that his favorite thing about business wasn't necessarily making money, but it was to afford him to take the time. If he wants to take an entire day off with yeah. his family, he can. Like, there isn't anybody watching our clocks anymore. No, he doesn't have to call anybody. Well, he probably does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Elon Musk probably needs to call a few people. <laughs> If he's going to miss the whole day, but he could if he wanted to, though. I guess that's the point, you know. Yeah, that's a cool thing. And um, I know you're a father. Um, to be able to be there for your kiddos, it's amazing. And not have to ask somebody permission nine to five to go, hey, can I take off for two hours to go mm -hmm. see my kid this play or baseball or whatever yeah. like it's an amazing kind of freedom to have even, that flexibility yeah. and like even drive carpool you know i mean there's little things uh, yeah little things like that i matter of fact i don't think i ever picked my son up from school until i was an entrepreneur until i had my own jobs you know and picking him up from school is super man it's 
that little thing is big to me, you know, it's big to him. So, you know, it's, yeah. it is though. It's, and that was, there was another thing. I think you even shared it with that Elon Musk had, had, had said, and it had to do with like the education system and basically like, raising your kids to want to work cor- the corporate world or be an entrepreneur, you know, like basically just two different views in life and, you, should, you know, I'm I'm trying to teach my kid that he, you know, the sky's the limit. You you can make money in so many different ways. You just need to find something you're passionate at, and let's let's figure out how to make money with it. Yeah, and I think the cool thing about business is we've talked about this before. Is sometimes you find your way to the thing that you're passionate about. Like you, you fail your way to where you're supposed to be. Uh, yeah, I believe a hundred percent that that's what's happened here, uh, and that's why I'm with with Edge now. That's why you know our relationship grew because of you know issues and networking and all kinds of fun and not fun stuff. You know, like it's just yeah. it it happened for a reason. And like I said, I, in January 2021, I had one business. Now I have you know three, and this. This one right here is where I feel like I've I've came to where I'm at. I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. You know, like this is helping networking. For one, I love people, man. Like I love, I'm a people person all the way through and through. I have to interact with other people and interacting with other business owners, man. That is, there's really not much more empowering. You can't get, it's almost the same equivalent to going and seeing Tony Robbins and going and seeing these amazing speakers. Um, every week going and sitting down with other business owners that are doing the same thing you're doing just in a different niche. It, it really does, man. It, it does something to you. It actually gives you a drive that you didn't even know you have. Yeah. Another cool thing about edge is, uh, we want you to take one action step after every meeting and implement it into your business. Cause most people they go to these meetings and I remember sitting in B&I and thinking, oh, my God, is this ever going to end? I want to shoot myself in the foot to get out of the same meeting that I do every single week. They were always the same, the same. Do I have to see here about his chiropractor business again? Is he really going to bring out the skeleton again and talk about, you know, whatever the foot thing is? Like, it is never the same with Edge because Chip has brought this innovation to networking where we're excited about it every single week. For sure, excited. And the following week, we have a elaborate training for an hour on what we talked about the week before just to follow up and keep it in the front of your mind. You know, uh, there's... It's like you said, man, it's so easy to leave a, a networking meeting, even feeling empowered and still do nothing. It's so easy to do that, to not actually implement what y'all talked about or even that idea you had in the meeting. Oh, I need to do this. It's easy to let that slip to the back when you leave, man, because you now have to face reality in your business, which is tough, man. I mean, you, you have to fight and hustle for business. And then... Uh, that's why we want to be there. You know, we like that. We want to be there to help you make sure we take those steps that are necessary. Um, make sure we don't accidentally forget. Like, I mean, because that's just as easy when you're so busy, things go by the wayside and like a task that you meant to do can disappear for two months. Uh, 
So we want to stay so laser focused that there's no task that, that slides, period. You know, uh, we want to make sure that we're on the ball every week. Yes, yes. Now, before I end my interviews, I always at, like to ask a fun question to get to know the guests just a little bit more. So, Chip, if you were on a deserted island and you were the only one there and you you have all your human needs met, you have food, water, shelter, all that kind of stuff. What are the two luxury items that you would take and why? My cell phone. Cell phone? <laughs> yeah, to stay connected, uh, I guess, and hopefully make some money on this deserted island. And uh, even though I don't need it, obviously. Um, and, uh, man, luxury items? Do people yeah. count as luxury items? Or if I, like, don't yeah, need... Sure. What? Yeah, sure. Yeah, my wife and my cell phone, man. <laughs> Tell my kids I miss them. You've got the phone. <laughs> well, Chip is definitely a hustler. And thank you for being on our Edge podcast. Sure. Uh, I look forward to next week uh, when we're talking about um, you interviewing me, I think. Well, so this week at the meeting, we're talking, you're talking about the 29 ways, correct? Yeah. And 29 then I'm gonna... ways to bring in more business without to go to a bank or take on additional partners yes and then i'm talking about failing forward yeah he's gonna tell us a little bit more about himself i'm pretty excited yeah yeah i'm gonna actually talk about one of my financial failures that i i, I did turn to a little bit of a marketing pro, you know positive but it was a definitely big financial failure so uh you know, stay tuned. You can watch the video too. I mean, we'll have the meeting live, I'm sure, correct, yes. on the Facebook page. So y'all be able to watch that and you can hear all about my uh, my big failure. Awesome. Well, you have a great day. Thank you for listening, Clubhouse, Facebook, YouTube, to our podcast. We've got a lot more coming and we're excited to have you guys as a part of The Edge. For sure. Bye, guys.